The shepherds didn't see a baby in a feeding trough when they found Jesus, as an angel told them they would. They saw a baby treated the same way some lambs were treated. But why was Jesus being treated like a lamb? The story of Jesus' birth. The emperor of Rome had demanded a census. Joseph and Mary had to go from Nazareth to Bethlehem, over 70 miles of rough roads through some hilly country, because Joseph had to register at his place of birth. Mary had her baby in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Five miles south of Jerusalem, in the hill country on the edge of a desert, is the small town of Bethlehem. David was born here. He grew up as a shepherd on these hills. It was here that Samuel anointed David to be king, but that was over a thousand years before. This night, shepherds still watch sheep in these fields. It was dark now, the time of danger. The shepherds on watch became even more alert, their eyes constantly moving toward the sheep in the area around them. Every shadow, every movement, every sound could mean a wolf, a jackal, or worse, a bear or a lion. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds were terrified, but the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone, everywhere. For today, in Bethlehem, a rescuer, a savior was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in the feeding trough. Then, all at once, in the night sky, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God, singing, Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and good hope given to the sons of men. This is Luke chapter 2, verses 9 to 14 in the Passion Translation. Then the angels were gone. Amazing news. The Messiah, the Savior, has been born. The shepherds excitedly decided to go see him. But what was the miraculous sign the angel told them? In Luke chapter 2, verse 12, again in the Passion Translation, it says, You will recognize him by this miraculous sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in the feeding trough. What would that mean to the shepherds? Why would that be a sign for them and us? That Jesus really was the Messiah they had been waiting for for over 2,000 years. Of course, angels had told them this, and then if they go and find him, that would be a wonderful confirmation. But the angel said that this would be a sign and gave the details. He didn't even tell them where to go, but gave them the details of how they would find the baby. Why was that important? On the outskirts of Bethlehem was Migdal Sadar, which means the watchtower of the flock. It was used as a lookout and a place of safety from enemies in times past, but now it's the place where the flocks that produce the Passover lambs are kept. One lamb was needed for each family for the celebration of Passover. Passover was the annual celebration of God delivering Israel from slavery in Egypt. Even after God released nine disasters on Egypt to convince Pharaoh to let Israel go, he refused. So God released a tenth plague. In Exodus 12, 12 to 13, this is the easy translation. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on your houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. They had been told to put blood on the mantles and on the sides of their doorposts, and God promised he would pass over. He would not allow the death to touch them. God judged the people of Egypt that night. The penalty for sin is death. The firstborn son of each household died that night. God accepted the blood of a spotless lamb to take the place of the sins of the people of Israel that night. 
God told the Israelites to do this every year as a celebration of Passover. These lambs had to be perfect, without blemish. A blemish symbolized sin. The Passion Translation explains in a note to Luke 2, 12. The shepherds that night were possibly near Bethlehem at Migdal Eder, the watchtower of the flock. It was at the lower floor of the watchtower, Migdal Eder, that the birthing of the lamb, Passover lambs would take place. Selected ewes that were about to give birth would be brought there. And after the birth of the lambs, the priestly shepherds would wrap the lambs in cloth and lay them in, the, in a manger lined with soft hay to prevent them from hurting themselves. For Passover lambs must be unblemished with no bruise or broken bone. It is possible the shepherds who prepared the lambs for Passover at Migdal Adar were the ones to whom the angel revealed that Jesus, the Savior, had been born. But even if the shepherds weren't from there, they would know about the process the sacrificial lambs went through when they were born. The shepherds go to see Jesus. In Luke 2, verses 16 to 20, it says, And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told of them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them. Surely the shepherds noticed that the baby Jesus was wrapped in cloths and placed in a feeding trough. That's exactly how the sacrificial lambs for Passover were treated when they were born. But who among them could guess that 33 years later, on the eve of Passover, Jesus would be crucified? Jesus died at 3 p.m., the exact time when the Passover lambs were being sacrificed, thus fulfilling the scriptures. Isaiah prophesied about the Messiah. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. This is Isaiah 53, 7 in the New Living Translation. Later, John the Baptist, when he first saw Jesus, would say, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is John 1, 29. Through the circumstances of Jesus' birth, God was announcing with great celebration and great joy that his sacrifice for your sins and mine had come into the world as a newborn baby. Jesus was unblemished, free from sin, all his life. He freely gave his life as a sacrifice. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. The one for all time sacrifice that paid for all the sins of mankind, past, present, and future. Jesus is called the Lamb of God 33 times in Scripture. He came and freely gave his life as a gift to you and I. The greatest gift the world has ever known. Let your Christmas celebration be as joyful as the angels. Thank you, Jesus. Activation. Celebrate the life Jesus gave to you. Enjoy it. Use it wisely and give life to others. If you haven't asked Jesus to save you and give you eternal life, please do it with me now. In Romans 10 verses 9 and 10, it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Say this prayer out loud. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are who the Bible says you are. I ask you to forgive me for my sin and set me free from sin and death. I surrender my life to you. Be both Savior and Lord to me. I will follow you and obey you all my life. Thank you for saving me and leading me. Next step, find a Bible-believing church and go there. Merry Christmas, everyone. For those of you who gave your life to Jesus, please send me a message. Go to 10minutetransformation.com and leave a voicemail or an email. I'll get back in touch. Thank you. If you enjoyed this video, please subscribe, like, and comment. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person.
by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.